0: Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice, along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories and tag me at Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms. And I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine because we are starting.
1: Hey there. Happy Monday. Real quick, sorry about last week. (laughs) Coming off the holiday weekend, I put too much on my plate with having a newborn and a last minute trip to see my brother pitch for the 4th of July and had to table a few of the things that I wanted and needed to get done. So the Recession Part 2 podcast episode is coming out today instead of last week. Thank you for your patience. I appreciate you. Anyways, in this episode, I wanted to speak more to those with the established freelance businesses as I had a lot of questions come in since part one went out about specific scenarios. Like, do you think this will suffer or my clients are X? Do you think like I need to switch my client? And I want to refrain from giving too many specific predictions on individual industries and whatnot because... I mean, I there's only so much that I know. If that's the industry that you work in, you're gonna be the better person to predict on that on that individual circumstance. And then if we did start, you know, making all these predictions and all of these things, we could go down that spiral of doom forever. And I think you get enough of that if you just turn on the news. So instead, what I wanted to share with you is more of how I approach business in the ups and downs in the different seasons. And I think this will be an important, a more important lesson and more helpful than if we just talk about the recession in its own little bubble. Because as your business grows, you will have ups, you will have downs. And the longer you have your business, the more challenges you're going to face. And I say this not to scare you, but to help prepare you. So instead of thinking of this as a recession-only process, I want you to think of this more as just more of a way of running your business than, and not just a way to survive the recession. This is just good advice and a good practice, no matter what is happening in the greater economy. So in order to survive and weather any challenges that you may face as a business owner, you need two things. You need, number one, to be proactive And number two, you need to be prepared to pivot. We talked about being proactive in part one a little bit, but more so around the context of being proactive and helping your clients find solutions to weather the recession. But you can also be proactive in how you are tracking what's happening and being aware of the greater climate outside of just your current client's world and your world. What else is happening? Are there any trends? Are there any recurring themes that you see popping up? And you know, just just be aware of and and take note of what's happening, whether it's in conversations or you know, maybe you have a trusted source in the the business world or the economy that you follow and you you look to to go and hear what they're you know, their commentary and their opinions on trends and what they're seeing so that you kind of have that knowledge and form your own opinions and make decisions from that. I don't follow or read a ton because I think that can become an obsession and that can take, you know, being proactive from an empowering standpoint to this overwhelming standpoint where you know it could lead to analysis paralysis where you just have too much information and you're you're just obsessed with like okay what's happening what are they saying what are they saying what are they saying personally I just follow one newsletter I read it most days a week it's called stacked marketer if your clients are in the online space you do any anything that involves some sort of marketing for your clients content writing social media management design I would highly suggest. I mean if you're if you're a freelancer I would highly suggest subscribing to this newsletter. It's absolutely free. We can share a referral code on the show notes. It's free but I think I get like free points. They have like a this gaming system. It's it's really kind of cool. I get free stuff if enough <laughs> people use my affiliate link. But again it is free so I don't make any commission on this. I think they just send me cool prizes if enough people sign up. Anyways, it's a free resource. And I'm just... I read it most days in the morning. It comes like at 6 o'clock. So it comes before I wake up. And I read it while I'm drinking my coffee. And I just... I like to be aware of what's happening or what changes are happening. And the newsletter that was sent out, this was sent out. I just opened up my computer and searched it. And I'm have I'm looking at one from July 1st. So 12 days ago. It has a section on YouTube. What's happening with YouTube, it has a section on e-commerce. And as I was just skimming here, I noticed this, it was really interesting. So e-commerce, customers are getting more careful and it seems the economy is to blame. No more impulse buys. Inflation and high costs could prevent shoppers from spending big during the holidays. So I don't know if this is the 4th of July holidays or if they're referring to holidays, meaning already looking to Black Friday and Christmas. And those who do buy are going to be picky. 70% plan to study online reviews before buying products offline. 61% of shoppers say recommendations and personalized offers make them more likely to buy. Nearly half said that they're more likely to purchase if the retailer offers a buy now, pay later option. So then it says, so it shares that. And then it says, holiday blues, the upcoming holiday sale could be one of the most challenging in recent years and trustworthy brands are the ones most likely to thrive. What can you do? Focus on making product descriptions detailed and credible. Also go big on testimonials, reviews, and user generated content. Finally, consider adding a buy now, pay later feature so your users can split payments. Your customers may feel more comfortable buying if they know a purchase won't empty their checking accounts. So that's you know being aware. You're reading this, and if that's something like, let's say you are, this is all hypothetical. Let's say you are an e-commerce, and you have noticed that your clients' sales went down in June, and and they're trending down in July. Or you guys were predicting back in. January to see exponential growth and maybe you stay more stagnant. Well, what can you do with that information? So just here, three ideas I have from this. 76% of people plan to study online reviews before buying products offline. So no matter if your client's products are sold in store or online, reviews need to be a part of it. If you work with e-commerce... Or if you don't yet, but you, you know, just need to pivot, you're gonna take this information and then with it, see, does this impact me? And then decide if you either want to pivot, maybe being aware allows you to see a, a potential new opportunity to help you scale your business. Or maybe you need to pivot because the current people that you're working with, like they're they're suffering. So there's the opportunity with your current niche has gone away. For example, like. During COVID, when if you were a freelancer who did a lot of social media marketing for restaurants, well, when the restaurants all shut down during the pandemic, their revenue dried up. They didn't have the cash to pay a social media manager and do all that. And like there was no reason to have one because no one could even come in, even in the beginning. So, like in that case, if you're in in that sort of a situation, then you have to pivot. If all of your clients are restaurants, Who else can you work with to still bring an income into your family? So part one is being aware and being aware in the conversations you're having, what you're noticing when you talk to your clients, but then also being aware in the education and what you're following that sheds insight and what's happening outside of just you and your clients' businesses. Once you have that awareness, you have that education, you have that knowledge, you have that insight, then you need to decide, okay, is do I need to do anything with this is this just cool to know cool I'll put that in my back pocket or if you need to make a pivot if you need to make a change don't don't be afraid to pivot okay being aware being proactive is going to set you up to make a pivot before it's too late right if you're in an industry where you're like I know this client is going to have a really hard time i would start making a plan for yourself now then you know versus when you when you need to if that makes sense so but just by looking at this reading this excerpt from this newsletter let's say if i was working with e-commerce clients i would be telling my clients like hey coming up we need to get more online reviews on and i would create a campaign or pitch them like let's create a campaign getting more reviews and Getting more user generated content. We want to reach out to influencers to write some reviews on their blog, maybe share about it on social media, and then reach out to current purchasers, current customers, get testimonials, and make a campaign to get that user generated content as well. If I wanted to work with e commerce clients and I wanted, you know, I was looking to pitch new clients. I would look at e-commerce brands that maybe have room to improve in this department. And I I would share this statistic with them and share, let them know like, hey, this is becoming more and more important. This is something that I can help out with. Have you thought about XYZ yet? Scrolling down the newsletter, they do have some sponsored stuff. I usually skip over that. There is a section, the next one was how to scale your TikTok account to 100,000 followers using a virtual assistant. And I mean, this is cool. It gives you a step-by-step. If you could use a qualified social media manager, but can't hire someone now, this will help you grow your social media accounts. It's a simple strategy someone shared, and it just walks you through like, hey, have your assistant do this exact process. Well, if you're the assistant, you can take this And pitch it to your clients like, hey, I I see that you are wanting to grow your TikTok or wanting to grow on Instagram. I would love to help out in this area. If you are open to it, here's my idea, here's my suggestion, and then share with them the process, the plan, the strategy. It was, if you look up TikTok strategy, Kim Duncan on Twitter, you'll find it from a thread on is this June 17th? Yeah, it's a huge thread on June 17th. So you can go to... It's just Tim Duncan, Duncan with two A's. It's a really, really helpful approach. He's giving this system of what you could do to help your clients. And then at the very bottom of the newsletter, they just link out to like Roundup articles like, hey, you might find this interesting. They talk about what's going on with apple, tiktok, instagram, seo, google, all those things, different industries they feature each each day depending on on what's going on. So, that's my plug for that newsletter to kind of help you help you be aware of what's going on, help you also learn and continue to grow your skill set, your knowledge of the online online industry and as you start to kind of track what's happening and what you're seeing, challenges people are facing, wins people are having or you know gains industries are having, don't be afraid to pivot. Don't be afraid to make a change if you see a need, if you see a new opportunity, run with it. All of the businesses that have survived, you know, big changes, recessions and challenges are those that have been proactive. They're aware of what's happening what could happen, and they pivot when when necessary, when needed. And I just want to say in wrapping up, if you're stressed or the idea of a recession is causing you a lot of anxiety in relation to your business, take a deep breath. I really do think this is an exciting time to be in business. I think we are going to see a lot of new opportunities for different services and in different industries throughout the next year. And we'll continue to see freelancers dive, especially the freelancers that are aware of what's happening and able to bring those suggestions either to their current clients or to new clients. Now, I'm curious, I'd love to hear from you too. If you already have any pivots in mind, or if you're starting to see any new trends or any new opportunities, shoot me a DM. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you're seeing. And maybe I'll do like the question box and we can share those. So we can, you know, if you have an idea or you see an opportunity, But maybe it's not right for you. It doesn't mean it won't be be an idea someone else can run with. So I think that'll be fun. Hope you have a great day. And I will see you next week. Next week we are diving in, just to give you a little spoiler alert. Next week we are diving in to a series that I have been working on called, well, I don't know exactly what we're gonna call it yet because of SEO. (laughs) But Basically we're moving into the series talking about the need for freelancers. And we're going to talk about the need for freelancers supporting different industries, different types of clients. So I'll do an episode kind of setting the tone for why why businesses hire freelancers and then I'll talk about the on, like online course creators as a niche to work with. For the rest of the episodes, I will we'll talk about like the e-commerce industry working with other online service providers, working with local businesses and then real estate agents, influencers, TPT sellers, you know, some of the big, big industries that women in the program are are finding these clients and working with them. But they're cool because I do these episodes with a student from my program and one of their clients. So you're gonna see not only like Why this person is outsourcing, what they outsource, but how the client works with their freelancers, their contractors to kind of get some more ideas, especially if either you're in the starting phase. Okay, what could it look like to actually work with this type of client or to offer these types of services? Or if you're in that place where you want to pivot, maybe you want to make a change. It'll be a great series to kind of dive in and just see what's out there. So I'm excited about that. And this will carry us into, gosh, into September, which in September will be the four-year anniversary of the podcast and the five-year anniversary of me officially being in this role of helping others start their freelance business. So September is going to be here before we know it. And it's it's a big month for me. So I'm excited. I hope you have a great
0: day and I'll see you later. Now, just because the episode is over doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn, or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want in. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends. But make sure you tag me, at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.